Welcome to episode 29 of the Reggae Pod Clash, where a man like Devin, that's me, and Roger Revis talk all things reggae. On today's episode, we are joined by Jamaican singer, songwriter, bass master, longtime member of the Gladiators, making his second appearance on the show, Mr. Clinton Farron. When you're done listening to this podcast, please take a moment to give it a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And then go get yourself some Reggae Podclash merchandise by visiting rootfire.net and clicking on the store tab. Also, go give our social media pages a like and a follow. Just search for the Reggae Podclash on Instagram and Facebook. And now, let the Podclash begin. Yes, sir. Hey, hey. What's up, Raj? Same old, same old, man. We're doing this show, a beautiful show, and uh, with a beautiful guest, Mr. Clinton Ferron, today. I've been looking forward to this episode for quite a while. This is uh, Clinton's second appearance on the show with us. Man, that's a- Yeah, really crazy. It was 20, is this the 29th? This is the 29th episode, yes. Jeez. And he was our second guest, right? Yep, that's right. He was uh, number two. I was just re-listening to that episode today, um, just to kind of like make sure I didn't, you know, talk about the same things we talked about that first time. And wow, what a what a great guy! I'm going to ask all the same stuff just because I forget. I got short term memory. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, I was Clinton's, studio one. It's yeah, right. <laughs> so you play bass, right? If this is Clinton's birthday month, which is oh, yeah. uh, raging. You know, so this going to be a this is the continuation of the birthday celebration for Clinton. So. We're going to say happy birthday quite a few times tonight. So happy birthday, Clinton. Thanks for coming yeah. on with us. Um, Half of the show we're doing in a limousine. So That's right, with a jacuzzi. Jacuzzi in it. Birthday month. So we start off the show every week before we get to the guest with something called the record of the week. And today, Roger, I believe it is your turn to go first. My turn to go first. And I have a really dope record this week. I'm a big fan of a band out of uh, L.A. called War. Uh, some of you guys may know they do. I guess their most popular hit is a song called Lowrider. Mm-hmm. It isn't really one of my favorites just because, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, the most popular song like James Brown, I Feel Good. Like, I don't like that song at all either. You know? <laughs> hey. So, anyway, they have lots of other cool hits. And one of the songs they have uh, is, a, is a song called Slipping Into Darkness. And so, yeah. there's a reggae version of that song. When I first heard it, I was really, really stoked. And so, um, yeah, play it and we'll talk about it after. All right, here it is. Yeah. 
Such a wicked cover of a wicked song. The band, or the artist singer, rather, is called Carl Burt. Uh, for me, more importantly, the backing band is a band by the name of the Cimarrons. And if uh, for the reggae collectors out there, you've definitely heard of the Cimarrons. Um, they were a British band formed in the ni- in 1967. And they were uh, mostly, they would accompany, you know, Jamaican artists that would come over to the UK and play live shows. They'd be their backing band. And it also translated into actual studio work. Um, there was another backing band by the name of the Rudies and it was like the Cimarron's and the Rudies mm. that were, you know, the primary two backing bands for around that era, 68, 69, that whole skinhead reggae era. Uh, and a really cool thing, you know, that I found out is the Cimarron's, their other AKA, their AKA is the, um, what was it? Oh, Hot Rod All-Stars, oh. which is another really cool band out of that same era. Uh, yeah. if you like reggae, skinhead reggae. Man, there's some gold records uh, from the Hot Rod All-Stars. Really straight ahead, chuggy kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, man, the backing band is dope. There's a, uh, some live footage of them. I know you've seen it, Dev. It's mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's that uh, Reggae Edinburgh Festival, 1973. For anybody that's... Maybe I haven't seen it. I don't know if I've seen it. It's really, really dope. Like They're there backing up... Uh, the really cool clip is Dennis Al Capone. They're there backing him up. Okay. They back up Nikki Thomas, uh, Winston Groovy, if I'm not mistaken. But it's really cool. Judge Dredd, actually, the uh, the UK artist Judge Dredd is the guy that's like serving as the host. So he doesn't perform, even though he has done music uh, himself. He's just more of the host, which is cool because, geez, man, uh, Nikki Thomas does a wicked version of uh, Is It Because I'm Black? Mm-hmm stoked like it's the band is like on point and it's really cool because in that era or even any eras you know before that there's really not a lot of video footage you know of you know ska or reggae a rock steady and early so to see that it was like really cool uh so go check that out everyone kind of the cimarrons and type in edinburgh reggae fest you won't regret it there's some really cool footage on there I'm trying to think of what else. That, I had no idea they were the Hot Rod All-Stars, because I definitely know both groups, but that's 
super cool to hear that they're the same group. And it's a trip, right? Because like when I hear some Cimarron stuff, I mean, in like 69, it did sound like Hot Rod All-Stars, I guess. But they kind of, I mean, they found a totally different sound, which was similar to what you're hearing on this cover of Slipping in the Darkness. It's that sound, you know, so yeah. um, which both are great. So I can't complain either way. Uh, but yeah, man, Cimarron's heavy band for sure. Super I dig heavy. It. That one you just played. I know I've said this about a, a few songs we've done, but like that tune I had on a tape that I taped off of Chuck Foster's show probably 20 mm. years ago. That um, I think that it that had been reissued on some compilation. I think the compilation was called. Was it called? I think it was called Darker Than Blue. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it, it kind of had a blue. Uh, yeah. Cover. It had some it dudes, so some dudes in like suits or something like that. And I want to say it was Soul Jazz that put it out, but it might have been like Blood and Fire or Right, Pressure right, Sounds or one of those. Anyway, okay, but yeah. When I first heard that, I didn't know. I was young when I heard that, so I didn't even know it was a cover. I was just like, "This is heavy," and that drum fill, right. you know, that has an extra two beats in it or whatever it is. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's it, it's funny because I uh, one of the older bands I was in, the Bullets, we covered that. And so when you try to cover that exact part, and I think it's like six, <laughs> it's not like a four bar thing. It's like right. goes in two more beats. <clears throat> it's the part where you play it live and you're just kind of like, all right, let's, let's, <laughs> I hope we nail this. Uh, it can get a train wreck fast. But that's uh, so funny. yeah, man, what do you got this week, man? What, what kind of? All right. Well, this week um, I'm doing something unusual. It's, it's mm-hmm. doubly unusual because one, uh, it's the same artist that I played last week for my for my record of the week. Um, it's another Gladiators tune featuring um, Mr. Albert Griffiths on lead vocals. Um, and so I don't usually play the same group twice in a row. And then secondly, I don't usually play uh, a tune by an artist that we have on the show that day. And, you know, of course, Clinton is on this. Um, and I have some questions for him about this tune. So I wanted to play it. Um, and after I play it, I'm just gonna, we're just going to bring him on. So I wanted to show my slide first. Um, this is a tune called Pocket Money by the Gladiators. And this tune I love so much for so many reasons. It's a 12-inch it's a copy that I have, and it's a, it's a killer, like, the mix is super dubby. You know, it's not a dub tune. The vocals are in the whole time, but, the, right. you know, the engineer's dubbing it and flying in and out the, the rhythm section. And I love Albert's lyrics on this. It's, you've been praying every day only for riches and completely forget about Ja. You've been robbing from the weak and the poor. I can see your only wishes to dwell in abundance and never one day stop to think who's getting hurt. And I love those, I love those lyrics. And so I wanted to just like start with that and then I'm going to play this tune and then we'll bring Mr. Clinton Farron on and we'll talk about this and a lot of other subjects. But this is Pocket Money by The Gladiators. Heard my voice 
man, that tune is just, I don't know, that hits me right in the gut. Let's let's waste no time and bring Mr. Clinton Ferron on to maybe talk about this song. Yeah. Yo, Clinton. Man. <laughs> great How you tins. doing, sir? Great tunes, great tunes, my brethren. All our things. Good, man, good. How you things with you? Man, you know, I, I won't complain, you know. <laughs> there you go. Did I feel like a better day that you can smile a little bit, you know? <laughs> Even if you have to still look over your shoulder a little bit, but you can smile, you know? <laughs> For sure, man. That's true. Man, it's crazy because I was I was rewatching our, our first interview with you that was done in May. So what is that, nine months ago? And, yeah. And, you know, we were talking about like this this covid-19 thing is crazy and you know hopefully it'll be over soon and and here we are in here january are, and yeah and, you know but we're all still yeah, here yes. and yeah they are saying like 400 400 people died so far you know uh, whether yeah. it's correct or not you know what i mean it's right you know, less than that is enough it's, it's more than enough. Four hundred thousand, you know, is 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 way more. Three hundred is more than enough. Two hundred thousand is more than enough. You know what I mean? A hundred is more than enough. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people lost their lives. You know, it's a it's a situation. Yep. Yeah, it's insane. It's I don't think any of us have ever gone through something like this. But you know, here here we are. At least we're still here. And I know, you know, you've been doing your live stream every every other week, which is really helping people get through this uh, this time. You know, yeah, so thanks, man. definitely want to thank you for that and say happy birthday. I know it's your birthday month. Yeah, <laughs> I call it the birth month. You know, <laughs> hey, you the big to. the big three five. How does it feel to be thirty five, man? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. You know, you at least look it, my friend. Sometimes you at least look it. <laughs> I remember my I remember my thirty five. I, I definitely party <laughs> all month. So enjoy it. I'll, I'll get there someday. I don't know. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get there. You'll get there. You know, I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll be gone on ahead by the time you get there. You know, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm looking at another seventy. You know. Yeah, absolutely for sure, for no, sure no reason not to so mr clinton what 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 can you remember about that tune i just played pocket money that tune pocket money you know i was just talking with catherine a while ago and i tried i know I, I think that's sly playing drums there and I, I can't i think we did it at uh i think we did it at uh uh, uh joe gibbs nice i think it says I don't know if this jogs your memory. I have it here. It says um it says, it says produced by Prince Tony. So I don't know if Yes. What, yes. Yes, yeah, I got it. So yes. So it's either it's either does it say it's it's either Channel One or or Joe Gibbs, I think. Yeah, it doesn't say the studio on it, it just says produced it's by Prince Tony, studio. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's is that you playing bass on that? No, I think it's Robbie. I think it's Robbie playing mm. bass. So I think it's Robbie and Sly. Mm. And that makes uh, sense. Like pick up musicians, you know. Right. right, right. Something like that. Yeah. How did that like real quick question on that is how at that moment, how was that even decided? Was it just because you didn't want to play bass and you wanted to concentrate on the vocals, or was it more of you know you he, someone had an idea or you had an idea how, how what distinguished you from jumping on that base versus well, some of the section players over there idea. tony's idea you know okay 
he was the producer. Right. You know what I mean? And usually a lot of producers in Jamaica, they don't just stick with one musician. You know, they kind yeah. of get different feeling and different vibes and different musicians, different drummers, different keyboard, different guitarists. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They, they mm-hmm. split a band in two, take half of that and half over there. A keyboard from over uh, Simarans, a keyboard, uh, a guitarist from uh, somewhere else. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. and have, uh, uh, but by doing so, you get a unique sound. A band is coming with its sound. You know what I mean? Like Gladiators, for example. We have a sound when we play together. We had a sound. Yep. You know. So if you split that up, you know, you get a different sound, which is what he was going for. All right. Gotcha. I, I, that's what he went for. Gotcha. And did yeah. you guys do your, uh, I know that's an, that's an Albert tune with him on lead vocals, but did he, um, was he the, did he write most of the songs that he sang? Is that how you guys, you guys did it? The songs that he sang, he wrote them. And, and the what, ones that I sing, I wrote them. Right. Did you, you know, guys write There's like, one that I sing part of it and he did the other part, um, uh, that he wrote, mm-hmm. uh, that we did at Studio One. Um, uh, Father, today I cry to thee, let not thy enemy yeah. overcome me. Right. He wrote that one, but it was it, where we laid the rhythm, it was a little bit too low for too flat for him. Wow. So I sang part of it and, and he did the bridge. Oh wow. That's one of my yeah. favorite tunes. I love that one. It's it's I mean, one of the reasons I love the Gladiators so much. It's so rare to even get one great songwriter and and you guys had two legitimately great songwriters because right. I mean, go back and forth. It's just like just all hitters. Do you remember about the tune Pocket Money? Like did you would you guys write in the studio or was it more like Albert would come with the song and you rehearsed it beforehand or how did that work? I think Albert wrote it before. He wrote it before. I see. Well, that's I. I. I've always that song. Just I really gravitate towards. You know, a good friend is better than pocket money. Yeah, back then, back then, most of the most of the songs written before we go in the studio. And so, would you? Would you? There was like, uh, um, I think there was one um, that I remember. Tribulation. Mm Hmm. Yeah, the rhythm the Cox and just gave it the night before. He turned another one. I can't remember which one. And I wrote that one, and Albert wrote the next one. And we went in the next day and voiced them. <laughs> Cox was wow. there. Oh, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> so it only took one night to just sit down and write some lyrics, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the rhythm already there, you know. Um, right, right, right. So, you know, um, and it's a simple rhythm. So I figure, you know, put a simple lyrics to it. Boom. Right. You know? <laughs> Who's Sometimes the- simple songs is what... Yeah. Beatles do it all the time, you know? Right. Beatles did it all the time, you know? Just simple lyrics and some la-la and, you know, boom, you know? Right, so right. can relate to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Who's playing bass on that original uh, Tribulation rhythm? Um, You know... I think it's so, probably sound dimension. I, it could be Levi Sibyls. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That doom, doom, could be. Doom, could be. Doom, because we just got the rhythm. We don't even know who laid it. But the horns sound like Tamma them, you know? Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's a great... That's so many good ones. <laughs> did you... 
We had Mr. Ken Booth on the show last, and he would all he said that he would come in with songs and also direct the horn section or wherever the the instrumental melody was. Did you guys do that as well? Besides writing the lyrics to the progression, would you direct melodies to the horn players? Yes, I, I usually love to do that because I always have little parts, you know, especially for my songs. Right, right. Especially for my songs, you know. Yeah. I always have little different parts, guitar licks and things like that. For sure. That. <laughs> right. You know, harmony ideas and things like that, uh, you know, which oftentimes, sometimes never really get met, you know what I mean? But, but you know, hey, no problem. You know, every little thing helps, you know what I mean? Right, um, right. Right. Yeah. That's dope. So um, I know you had you had reached out um, a little while ago and, and mentioned that you had a couple things you wanted to, to talk about. Um, one of them was that, you know, Catherine had said that lots of people are interested in, in, in the story of, of Clinton leaving the Gladiators. Um, and uh, did you did you want to talk about that? Well, you know. Um, yeah, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. Um, uh, 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 leaving Gladiators, uh, let's see, how, how, how that get started. You know, 10 years into 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 Gladiators, uh, you know, uh, even before that, you know, I sense uh, uh, trouble. When I say trouble, um, dysfunction, you know, mm-hmm. um, well, we're not really moving the same way, you know, vibe-wise, you know. Uh, I think as the group grows, you know, um, uh, what word I'm looking for? Um, swelled. Mm-hmm. Swelled in mm-hmm. this, getting the picture, you know, and then it's grow more and more, you know, the, 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 the swelled get more and more, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same way, I'm, 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 you know, but I love the group. I love the group a whole bunch. You know, that's why I spent 18 years. Yeah. You know, during all these times, I've been writing songs, you know, and uh, and I would say, you know, uh, uh, 10% of them get recorded. You know what I mean? I have mm-hmm. several songs right now that I wrote from way back in the days that's still on cassette. And, and that, that that's... That never get recorded. That I, oh, wow. I still have some kind of ideas here, you know. Right. Uh, uh, um. Come over, we'll record them right now. <laughs> Put that stuff <laughs> down, man. Record them too, my, including myself, you know. But just don't right. get around to it yet, you know. Right, right. right. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but you know, I've been kind of romancing the idea for for a while, you know. When it after 10 years and I see that things going this way instead of going this way in mm-hmm. terms of getting along and that spirit, you know, of, you know, uh, we're all of us, you know, eating the same dumpling, drinking the same water and hey, heading the same direction, you know, same purpose, you know, that was kind of not fully there and kind of getting slack and, you know, and I'm saying, hmm. but maybe I'm going to have to make a move. But in the same breath, I'm saying, but I love the group too much. So maybe if I give time, you know, because we all grew up on big people, you know what I mean? And figure, well, you know, that would change the scenario, you know, but instead it's getting worse and worse. 
just for, for clarity real quick clinton can you fill us in on on how old you guys were at that at that moment oh, the age, age range age range age range i would say in the 30s in the 30s okay late, late 30s media okay. 30s okay right um yeah and so when 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 at the at the at the I think it was with with I left the gladiators and then and then uh, Albert came back for me and and we tour again a couple of times and it was the same it was the same if not worse you know and so when we toured the U.S. in '87. Uh, or or we, we, we finished the tour in, in Florida, and but we had a lot of we had a lot of time on our visas still, and so we called a brethren from up this way, Charlie Morgan, you know, uh, call him up and say, hey, we have a lot of time on our visa, and we'd love to do something before going back if that's possible, and he said if we, if we can buy our ticket, you know, to come on up. So the drama, uh, Winston Carter, Clinton Rufus, uh, Morgan and myself, Alric Forbes at the time, mm. uh, we buy our ticket and come this way, you know. Uh, mm. And then later on, later on, uh, 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 that's keyboard, uh, Tarzan, Errol Nelson. Join us. He stop off in, I think, in, in, in Texas or somewhere there, and then join us later on, you know. And we did like say six, seven, seven months here, you know, and develop a good following, and uh, you know, making more money than we make when we were with gladiators. You know what I mean? There you go. And the road, the road eats up the money. You know, you know, yep. you know the thing. You know, right? oh, we know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> So we make more money being around here, you know. So we decided to use it like a feeding tree, you know, like birds do. You know what I mean? Go home, you know. Hey, all right, we're gonna go back up another six months, you know, or two months, and and go back in. Well, when we went down, um, uh, the drummer died. Winston Carter died, uh, which kind of put things on the lull, you know. Um, uh, uh, and then. After, like, say, nine months or something like that, I can't remember nine months or a year, probably. Yeah, that, about a year, you know, come back here again. Um, it was in 89, actually, in 89, we came back. And uh, uh, get a drummer here, um, Greg, Greg, I think it's Greg Jones. Yeah. Uh, 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 and get a drummer here, put back the fenders together, and decide that we're gonna keep it going. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the time, Clinton Rufus uh, uh, went down, and and on his way back, he look at his passport in Miami and said, "You see where you're spending more time in in in, in the U.S. than you're spending in Jamaica," and put a big a big red X in his passport and sent him back. Uh, you know, it was my turn to go when he come because what the thing is, we didn't want to 
like stop the band and we all go at the same time so we take it one one and find somebody to fill the slot right until the person comes back you understand right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right so that was the idea um um so when that happened to rufus i decided you know what i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna stay and, and get my papers you mm -hmm. know uh, get my, my uh, so and i figured it would take me like you know you know a year maybe a year and six months you know uh, i get it after four years mm. by then by then I, I i grew roots you know i'm i'm, I'm living here now you know i grew roots it, it was hard to get up then and say okay i'm going back to jamaica now you know um, right right you know right and the longer i stay is the deeper the roots <laughs> mm -hmm. right and, and uh, here I am still. <laughs> wow. Here I am still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at that moment, at that moment, were you? I mean, were you already so you you did you already made your connections? Were you hesitant at making that move of of being like, okay, I'm just gonna go all in and and just live here. Well, you know, even even at that point, the vibe was still, you know what, you know, I want to make something and see where it takes me, you know, and uh, with, right. with, it was with defenders, you know, I said, well, okay, all right, you know, still going with defenders, you know, with the hope that it will get places and things like that, you know, I went right. to posters, I do all kind of stuff, you know what I mean, behind right. it, you know, like, like, it's my thing, you know, just feet, right. just feet work, you know. Um, right. And some people weren't weren't pulling their weight, you know, and so, and we did a recording, you know. Uh, basically, Defenders was like a Defenders was like a I I turned Defenders like a like a a big strong lion going down the road with no head. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> yeah, you see what I mean, <laughs> right? right. We were good and, you know, good musicians in there and, you know, and, and everything, you know, the, the vibe were there in that way. But in terms of, you know, having a goal and get there, it mm -hmm. was impossible because there was no leader. And, and, and it was kind of start, it started off like that because of what we just came out of. You know what I mean? The, mm -hmm. the leadership in there was a little bit rough. You know, and and it, it just wasn't happening, you know. Um, and so in this case, we figured, you know, hey, we're just going to play some music and have fun, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was a wrong move. We should have, uh, uh, we should have, have put somebody there and said, hey, use the leader of the group, you know. And that doesn't mean we can't discuss and have opinion and share opinion, da, 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 but use the leader of the group, whoever we choose we choose that person to be you know what i mean but that didn't happen so everybody have different ideas and it, the, the, the ideas never met we make a record and it didn't get released and all that and so forth you know uh, uh is that recording still is it still unreleased i didn't know where it is i kind of didn't myself from that too you know uh, because i get frustrated then i'm figure say okay all right you know what i'm gonna take care of myself now so that's when I put Boogie Brown together. Right. You know, 
Um, and 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 here I am, thirty still with Boogie Brown still, you know. Because then I figure, you know, I, and when I did that, I had was to start all over again. I remember, I remember uh, 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 my drummer at the time, you know, he quit, he quit the same, like today, like tomorrow we have the, 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 the grand opening of the first gig as, as Boogie Brown, you know, uh-huh. a lot of people showed up at the firehouse, you know, to see right. what this is like, some for good reasons, some for just bad reasons, just want to pick the thing apart, you know, mm-hmm. them yeah, right. Like it shouldn't happen. That should not have happened. You know that. But they're still curious to see what's gonna happen. Well, the drummer, we had a good thing going coming, and the drummer quit the night, the day before the gig. So it's the wow. sound engineer, the sound engineer who was a scat drummer at the time. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, there you go. Scat and jazz. You know. Uh, uh, Play the drum tonight. Who was the engineer? You know, wow. just just to, to fill us out. Wow. Then wow. You know, if, we did, if we didn't use a drummer, because we would still have uh, somewhat of a, of, of a groove. He was a good drummer, but everything was too fast. Mm-hmm. So then after that, then the second gig. Is that like, must have been so frustrating. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like a <laughs> nightmare. The second gig is probably 30 people showed up. You know what I mean? It's like, right. many people saw what they want to say. Oh, I know it wasn't going to work. Da, 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 da. So right. I had just to scratch. You know, and, and but I wasn't afraid to start from scratch because I know it can happen. So long as I, I have a musician, I can find a musician that is enthusiastic and willing to learn the thing and then I am patient. I, you know, I, I, I exercise some patient and get it work and, 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 and keep on growing. That was the idea. And that's still the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we can't play any music right now for the most part, you know, because mm-hmm. of the situation, but, you know. So you're obviously the leader at this point of, of the Boogie Brown Band. What prevented yeah. that, that leader uh, role from being filled with the previous band? Was it more of an ego thing that like, you know, they didn't want to, the rest of the guys in the band didn't want you, you as a leader, or was it something that maybe you weren't ready to be a leader of that band? How, Cause I'm trying to understand why no one stepped up oh, to actually be a Because of the previous situation and we, you know, we didn't look at it carefully enough and, and to see that it would cause problem, you know? Okay. Yeah. It, it, there was there was this freedom vibe. We, 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 there was a freedom there, like you know, we, we feel like we can breathe. We can we feel like we can breathe and just play some music. Right. But then come, comes the business of it. Where okay, all right, you know, we need to be a beer shall times this time. Hey, uh, you know, hey, we're gonna do this recording at this time and gotcha. it's for this purpose and you know somebody who is is you know right come on then everybody start to dictate what they think is right from what's not right what's wrong from what's not wrong you know what i mean mm-hmm. and there's that a leader there to say well, okay guys this is it this is what we're gonna do mm-hmm. you know what i mean to in order to you know put out put a, a, a vein there that wasn't there you know and so at one time when we, you know, I look at the vibe and I say, hey, 
we need to get out of Seattle because, you know, we, we, we were doing well around here, but we need to go elsewhere and do well too as well, you know. But it would take some money and energy and we would make as much money as when we play around here, you know. Uh-huh. Well, some cats don't want to do that. They, they actually, the only cat that was fully interested in that was Eric Forbes, actually. Hmm. You know, keyboard player wasn't in, wasn't interested in that. You know, uh, 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 drummer wasn't too in, in, interested in that either. You know? Right. Uh, uh, all of this, uh, all of this must that, be. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say all of this must be somewhere in the back of your head when you're like, at some point, you know what? I'm just gonna make an acoustic record because <laughs> I know I'm gonna show up. And well, well, I tell you what, at that time, what I did. Uh, when it, I see it's going certain way, I, I had some recording that I brought from Jamaica with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I decided, well, this not going good, so you know what? I'm gonna put these up. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and so I made a cassette. Uh, actually, when I when I got to the studio, have the tape, uh, uh, two inch reel, you know. Got to our studio and put it on. Oh, <laughs> the bacon started to come off. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> so I had to quickly run off some of those songs, run off, you know, and make some other ones because, you know, anyway, right. it was a mess. It was a mess. <laughs> so I, I, I put something together and, 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 and there's a cassette called Feel the Spirit, you know, the cassette. I think it had 10 or uh, something like that, songs on it. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So I put that record in and, you know, and I still have it as a, as a side thing. It's not as a major thing, mm-hmm. just as a side thing, just to, because we keep telling people, hey, we'll be coming, we're coming with something, we're coming with something, and it's not coming. And from mm-hmm. the moment when I, when I, when I did that, when I did that, oh, Aras, we really want to do something like that before just <laughs> jump on that <laughs> and that we're going to do something to what nothing get done with with, <laughs> with the group itself as a group, you know. Mm-hmm. So more and more it's going this way again, you know. Right, right. right. But but I didn't, it's way later. It's way later with the acoustic thing. It's, it's way later with Boogie Brown. Right. And it's some of Boogie Brown some of Boogie Brown members at the time actually had to encourage me to do um, acoustic. Wow. Going back, I want to I go back to you actually leaving the Gladiators. Uh, you knew what you wanted to do. You knew what your next step was going to be. Did the rest of the guys in the band, were they supportive of that at that moment? Or was it something that, that kind of you know, created some tension? No, everybody was wanted wanted was to 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 do something else because, like I said, it okay, was, it it wasn't a good situation that we were in. So it was more of a relief thing. Everyone's relieved; they get to go I, do I, their right to do something. Right, but okay. We to do something together, you know. So every, exactly, and like said, yeah. And so like every, I said, oh, the idea was to do something together and still go back to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. and when that happened, it it when when the drummer died, you know that kind of split things up, and you could feel that there's a big split in 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 the group in terms of unity, you know. And okay, all right, so it's not gonna work, you know. 
And that's why we come back again and put it together again a second time with a new drummer. Right. So everybody was kind of feeling that. It wasn't like... Everybody, everybody was kind of feeling that. Everybody was kind of feeling And that's why, that's why again, there wasn't a leader because, you know, everybody feeling that freedom. Like, ah, yeah. yeah. That makes a lot yeah, of sense. You know? And then, and then, you know, drummer used to sing, Alred sing, I sang, you know what I mean? And, and even Clinton Rufus sing sometimes, you know, is like, you know, it's, you know, it's like, but in Gladiators, that was, that wasn't, wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was lucky that I, that I got, I get a squeeze through with a few songs and some of those albums. So it, it wasn't possible because it was really Al, Albert's group. It's, it's Albert's group. It's Albert's group, you know. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but, but 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 we loved the group and wanted to support the group and believe in the group. I personally, I believed in the group, you know. And my mm-hmm. way of dealing with the group back then too was like, you know, and I even tell some of some of the same members, uh, you know, hey, I'm not I'm not here to serve anyone. You know, what I'm here to do is build gladiators. You know, so I see gladiators as an entity to build and with, with put my, give my give my energy and my all to it. Not to you or you or you, because, you know, I'll get disappointed. You know what I mean? So I was to find a way out to, <laughs> well put. to, to and, put my energy there and, and feel good. Right. And, and you know... You mentioned, you know, you really believed in the group and, and, you know, obviously there was people outside the group feeling that way too, because you were, I mean, that song Pocket Money I played was from, uh, that, that's a Virgin release, you know, and you guys were signed to Virgin Records for a little while, which was a, you know, a major label. And, you know, what, uh, what was it like being signed when you first got signed to that, to, you know, a kind of a major label, were you, were you, was there like a hopefulness that like, okay, this is going to be a big break the way it was kind of for Bob when he, you know, did a major label well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 had aspiration, we have expectation, and and also, but we just want to make music and have it be out there as much as possible and hit the world with it because that's the dream, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and and actually, little before that, know yourself, mankind. That song, uh-huh. it's it's the song that that Prince Tony took to Virgins. And then we got the, the, the contract, you know. And and what happened is that that song was supposed to be Albert's song, and we were supposed to go in the studio and lay something for myself. Because at that point, you know, before we lay that song, Albert and myself, Albert said to me at, at one time that, well, this, he had, you know, well, not, the group is not happening, and why, so, you know, and... I don't want to hold back anybody. So, you know what? You know, maybe you should do your own thing and I do my own thing. At, at this time, it's just kind of me and him alone now because everybody, we're not making any money. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of me and I alone. And I said, well, you know, maybe you should do your own thing and I do my own thing and we support one another. You know, mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. to that. You know? So, you have the song, Know Yourself, Mankind. Me and him and uh, 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 drummer Winston Carty. And I, I remember, I think, uh, Clinton Rufus, I think, you know, went and laid, it th- and laid the rhythm. I think Audley Taylor, too, as well. 
you know, went and laid the rhythm and yeah, and we voice it. And he took it to, to Prince Tony. Mm-hmm. And Prince Tony took it to, to England. And then when he came back with the with, with and said, Hey, and guys have a contract for it. See, they read, you know, it's like, okay, all right. So everybody face bright up back again. And figure, <laughs> okay, <all right>. Of course. <laughs> yeah. How, what, when you were first, you know, so you got your contract with Virgin, and then you, I, I imagine that you went and talked to some people at Virgin at some point and had some meetings. I mean, what was the vibe like between, you know, you guys being like a roots. I mean, like, you're coming from a whole genre that's roots, but you guys are, like, the roots of the roots. And then, you know, there's a major record label you're dealing with. And was there any kind of conflict or or tension between, like, you you know, the kind of songs you guys wanted to write and maybe, like, what a label was expecting you to do? Or was it more like a free vibe, just do your thing? It was still kind of a free vibe. And Tony had his freedom, too, as well. We kind of, uh, because Tony was the producer at the time, so sometimes he would say, oh, Albert, I don't, I don't do like this one. Yeah, come with another one, you know. Um, uh, but not regular that he would do that, you know. I see. Um, but I remember there was this song we called, I think it's called The Gladiators. I think it's The Gladiators. One that um, uh, Eddie Grant produced. You know, mm. we have all the lines for it and everything for it and thing like that. And then, you know, um, uh, 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 we went to England and, and and they thought it would be a good idea. You know, personally, I didn't like the idea because I have some badass bass line that I wanted was to play. <laughs> <in my box. laughs> I didn't get to have it, so I didn't like the idea. But I ride, I rode with it, you know, because you know it's a group, you know what I mean, right? And and Eddie Grant did a good job, you know, to his capacity, I think, you know, and some good good musicians play on it. Angus play drums on it, and and I can't remember the rest. Was of it music. As Aswad was Aswad played Aswad Aswad drum, yeah. right, he right. And I think a bass player that plays sometimes with uh, uh, it's a bass player that Eddie Grant got that played played bass on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, up to you know, a lot of people still love the album, but but for me, I think maybe I'm biased, but I, I think that's the less. That's the album that I like the less. Which, which album is this less. again? What's the name it's of the album? It's called Gladiators. Okay. What year is that? Um, what year is that? It's one of them that have a G, a big G, mm. and there's a fire burning. Uh, 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 the G is burning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't and we that. are kind of behind the G. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't have that one, so I can't. I have to take your word for it. <laughs> are there hands? Are there hands on the cover or something like that? Maybe I'm thinking of something. No, else. that's that one. That's Trent oh, it's that one. So that's okay, that's Trenchon okay. mix up. Oh, yeah, Trenchon. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, right, right. 
that's a that's a good record. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proverbial reggae. Proverbial reggae is one of my favorite. Yeah, that one. Naturality. Those those three are are just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got since we're talking about album covers, I just got to ask you about this one, Sweet So Till, because this is what like what is the inspiration behind this reggae behind this album cover? Like I've never. Like how do you guys think of this? Yeah, I know. I, it's 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 actually that wasn't our idea at all. It wasn't Prince Tony's idea either. It it's it's uh, Virgin's idea. Hmm. Their artists do something, you know. Um, wow. Like that, you know. And and I mean, you know, as a cover, it is cool. It's cool. But based on the, the songs, based on the songs, if it was me, I wouldn't put, put, do a cover like that. That's what I mean. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So the, 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 the artwork doesn't match the songs. <laughs> my opinion. No. But, you said it, not me. But yeah, I kind of, I know what you mean for sure. Because yeah. it's, yeah, it doesn't, that's why I wanted to always ask you about this because. Yeah, but it it's nice. Seem to, it's nice. It's, real, it's real nice. But yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily the, uh, the direction I would have first, first yeah. Uh, yeah. expected to go with, with that album. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> Super great album, though. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Hey, I hear you were playing a song there earlier with the Cimarrons. Yeah, man. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Slipping yeah, in the yeah. Darkness tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they were one of my favorite groups from outside of Jamaica, you know? they, they Man, they, there's something about them, right? I mean, they got it. They got the sound pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Didn't they do? Didn't they do talking blues? Uh, 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 weren't they the one that did talking With blues? Fast Bob. You talking about the talking blues album? The I don't know if it's a, if it's an album, but the, the, the song talking blues. Hmm. You know, they did. They actually made a hit out of it before Bob. No kidding! I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. Yeah, didn't know that. No, yeah. no. And at the and. Uh, during that time, I met them over by Scratch. They came over. They came over Scratch at one time. Man. And that was, was around. Just visiting, right? Um, wow. Yeah. And then later, later, later on, later on, uh, later on, uh, uh, Bob did it over. Okay. You know, like, he did his thing on it. You know, it was right. excellent. But Cimarron's was really good. It was so really good. I gotta good. check that out, man. Check it out. They're a great band. How, how did you guys feel like when you started hearing groups from from England doing reggae in those times? You know, like early seventies and you know even late sixties. Like when you started hearing that stuff, how did you guys as Jamaican musicians like? Did you like it, or did you think it was weird? Or well, no, well you know, there is Jamaica. There, there's a sound. That it's hard to, to, to replicate. You know, it's 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 hard to copy that. That there's a feeling. There is the attitude, the whole thing, the tonality, uh, 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 the uh, accents. You know what I mean? It's it's a little different. Yep. You know, um, mm -hmm. and sometimes I think even the uh, 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 electricity. It's probably a little different, which give you a different. Uh, 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 I can't find the word. You know, a different sonic sound. The sonic yeah. of it 
a little different too. So you know, uh, I heard I heard that somewhere. I heard I that. that. I love I think Val I Douglas love was telling us the musicality of those musicians. You know, yeah. Aswad. There is uh, Steel Pulse. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 there. You know, well, good groups. They were good groups, man. And, you know, really playing the music. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, and I felt good because I'm saying, man, I'm from the country. I'm from way, way. You like, good, you're like you didn't do it I'm like us was. I'm saying these cats doing doing the thing is like okay. That means the music is spreading. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, 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 right. But you know, um, some people don't like it. You know, uh, thinking, oh boy, oh. Boy. See it as competition. I don't see it as competition. I see it as growth. Mm-hmm. I, I see it as growth. You know, um, uh, uh, God, oh, yeah. from long time, I say, you know, I, I always have it to say, when I write a song and it is only me alone hear it, it's my song. As soon as somebody else hear it, it's not mine anymore. It's ours. You know what I mean? And the more, and the more it spread, it's is is the less I own it. Like mm-hmm. like it's the, mm-hmm. to say it's my song. Yeah, and the copyright on it, blah blah, etc. But but in terms of because a thousand <laughs> people can go and sing this song. It's my song, but you're like the publishing's mine. That publishing's mine. I, I ain't sharing the publishing, but <laughs> <laughs> feeling of the song, you can have a little piece. <laughs> no, that's a great. I mean, that's a, such a great way of looking at it because it's really true. It's really true. I think like, so. Man, and, you know, it's true. and it's, it's annoying true. when you see an artist who like gets jaded about their own popular songs. If people request a song all the time and they're like, "Oh, again, this song," and it's like, "No, you should be happy that you wrote a song that that people love so much that they want to hear it oh, over yeah. and over oh, again." Yeah. You know, because oh, this yeah. song is theirs now. You're absolutely right about that. You're totally right, man. You're totally right. You know, like rich man, poor man, chat him out on the other side, streets mm-hmm. of freedom, those songs. Most time I have to have them in my repertoire because, you know, people are, are looking for them. Right. You know, especially when we tour abroad and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like here in Seattle, you know, uh, you know, my, my audience, they get used to hearing new songs, you know. Mm-hmm. So the, after I hear them, when I hear <laughs> what what next I'm coming with, you know. Mm-hmm. But but the cats from from far away, you know, we use and they have that on their turntable year after year, you know. And I managed to to tour there. Of course, they want to hear that, you know. They're disappointed if them don't them mm-hmm. don't get it, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I'm honored, you know. Yes, I might feel like oh, I did that last night already, but you know. Sometimes it saved me too because they sing the song so loud and and, and, <laughs> and right there that I can take a breather. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. They help <laughs> me true. sing it. You know what I mean. So it's mm-hmm. a blessing in any way you look at it. You know, maybe that might be one of the um, unexpected surprise benefits of all this live stream stuff because. You know, now now so many people from around the world are kind of having that same experience you just mentioned that people in Seattle would have of like, oh, they start to know the new stuff. Well, now, you know, you might be surprised. You might go on the road, you know, whenever that starts happening and people are like, you know, we, we heard you play that one tune so many times. Now we want to hear that. You know, I've, I've noticed that in my own little live stream <laughs> yeah. stuff. Songs I haven't even released, people are, have been requesting them. So it's like, OK, cool. This is this is this is kind of good. I, I like this. 
this lockdown the lockdown thing it's it's um, it's educational it's it's in, in more ways than one you know uh, it's it's teaching us that we do need one another you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's also uh, teaching us that we are not alone you know what I mean so and technologies help us helping us to discover all that mm-hmm. you know um, yeah when you look back hey, then you have a, a, a 500 a thousand two thousand people in front of you and 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 everybody having fun together is like one energy you know what I mean I miss that yep yeah man but this is also this is also good this is also right. good it's just a, it's just a, a, a pity you know that it get to this because of you know the, the, the kind of crisis you know the pandemic and thing like that yeah, and you you do an amazing job, by the way. I mean, you have uh, segments like uh, talk with a friend, right? Yes. And then you have obviously you know Sunday with with Clinton Fearon, which by the way I saw the uh, last Sunday's the birthday special one, man, and that one was that one was great as always. Um, so you do an amazing job at. at, at I think a lot of musicians. I mean, obviously, none of us have gone through something like this, so it's either sink or swim, and. You know, that's why I tell other musicians is you have to make the best out of the situation. And if it involves <laughs> going doing live streams and, and making content, then so be it. It's true. Um, um, what, it, what, it, what it also takes is humility. It's humility. You know, you don't have to be more than you are. You know, mm-hmm. you, you come with your heart. And if you're used to come with your heart, then this is not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in that sense. You know what I mean? you more like feel shy about the thing more so than big shoulders. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you come with your heart all the time, you depend on that vibes of coming with your heart. And, 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 and usually people accept your heart quicker than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody got a heart, you know, and we got feeling even though oh, tough. I want to be like, Oh man, I'm tough cat. You know, hey, hey, nothing bothers me. I don't like, cry, buddy. You know what I mean? Like Roger. We have our heart. I, yes. I cry all the time. <laughs> I cry all the time. Speak <laughs> <laughs> Roger, Roger brought up uh talk with a friend and could you, mm-hmm. could you, could you talk to us a little bit about, about that? What, 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 what is the talk with a friend series for people who might not have caught it yet? Oh, talk with a friend. Talk with a friend is uh, 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 how to explain it. Talk with a friend is like uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like talking with a friend. I've I've seen it. I mean, I can, yeah. I can help you out. Is like, it's like talking with you. Yeah. There you go. I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what we're doing here. Like what we're doing here is talk with a friend. You know, definitely. There are little difference. There are little differences that you know. Uh, I asked my friend to, you know, you usually ask my friend to play a song or two for me, mm-hmm. and they would in turn ask me to play a song or two for them. You know what I mean? But basically, is to discuss and see how you're doing, how I'm doing, how we are doing, how your family, how we surviving. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and. I saw you, you know, had uh, you had you had Mike Love on recently. That was a good right. one. watch. That and, one. and this this is happening. And uh, talk with a friend is happening on, on Instagram for those who don't know. You know? Oh, okay, cool. Right. 
it's it's an Instagram thing, you know. Nice. And uh, and uh, uh, and the Sunday, the Sunday with Clinton Ferran is on is on face uh, uh, Facebook. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those have been great. And who do you, you have? I think you have uh, your friend Rufus coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, next Wednesday. You know, I'm excited about that one. We have a long history, you know. Is that the Rufus you were you were talking about just a little while ago? Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All wow. right, I can't wait for that. What's the date of that That's one? A good musician, man. Huh? What's the date for that show? Um, I know it's next Wednesday. Um, okay, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, <laughs> January twenty seventh. I know the date. There you go. Right. <laughs> I got you. That's going to be good. Can't wait for that. That's a great. It's so cool because I think, you know, sometimes artists don't like, I think your approach that you're taking of the whole like humility and just putting your heart out there for people is the absolute right one because people really connect to that and, and people love to see, you know, it's nice to see your favorite artist getting interviewed, but it's even nicer to see an artist kind of talking to another artist that they both have a mutual or just a friend, you know, people are two people as an audience member. Like I know people tuned in and they love Clinton Farron. They love Mike love. And to see you guys talking to each other, that's a whole other special thing. You know, it's a, it's a really uh, kind of a brilliant model. It's awesome. Because it showed human, it showed humanness, you know, Um, because after the thing is oftentimes, you know, or at least a part of your audience will, will see you on a pedestal, you know, on a, on a different level, you know, when, you know, you're just human like them, just doing your thing, and they're doing their thing. They could be a shoemaker, but they're a badass shoemaker, and if you watch them make shoes, you would say, whoa, you know, or you make, watch them make a sunglass, you know, say, whoa, you know what I mean? If you watch them do what they do. Like they right. watch you, what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, it's just you. It's just you, man. You know. But, 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 but. The more popular you get, you know, is the more like you excluded. It's like oh, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't touch him or I can't touch her. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> right. You know, uh, which which sometimes left us uh, isolated if you're not careful. You know, and sometimes we ourselves isolate our own selves because we think that you know, uh, you know, uh, for whatever reason, we as instead of being just simple or humble uh, about the thing, you know, you want to get to the gig in our limousine. Well, I, I, already that gonna prevent people from see you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get, get close to you, and then you have. You have uh, um, bodyguards and 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 uh, the red carpet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like Roger again. I, I like limousines, though. I mean, you got drinks in the limo. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the thing, is, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, you know, you use the limousine. You know, let the limousine, the limousine use you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there you go. Away your personality. out. Yeah, yeah. Like your personality. Right, right, right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, right? most definitely. You most invite definitely. your friends into the limousine. <laughs> right, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Invite your fans and, and friends. Yeah, Come on yeah. in the limo. Let's yeah. share this together. <laughs> For sure. Now, I know what you mean. I mean, there's artists, um, I know we've all met them, you know, where you go up and you think they're going to be more reserved or a certain kind of way, and they're just really 
nice and and easy going and easy to talk to and so i definitely that 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 involves what you're talking about you know yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know at, at at one point you know i remember because you know i'm i'm shy about it to like approaching you know people who i who i who i admire and rest and, and see them here as wow musicians and singers you know um and i remember times going like this you know the few times I do it, you know, like mm-hmm. going backstage, you know, check artists and say, hey, man, great job. He's like, they don't want to have anything to do with me. He's like, oh, okay. You know, let, so it's let, a let, thing let. That, I hardly, that I hardly do. I hardly do. Unless me, I really know the person. Unless I right. know the person, I, I don't do it, you know. Yeah, I'm the same, actually. I want to, let, let's ask a fun question now. On that What's who was someone back in the day, Jamaica, that you were like the first person you were really starstruck over? Some kind of artist or whatnot? Oh, so, so that you that you met like some exactly like we're talking about that you met and I met, uh, 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 there's so many man. Ernest Ranglin, Ernest Ranglin play on my that's on a my, good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Ernest Ranglin played on uh, 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 one a uh, couple of my songs in Jamaica. You know, uh, uh, when, uh, produced by Prince Tony. Mm-hmm. And we were up by Ari J. I remember we were up by Ari J. And he's playing and I'm going in the mixing room. And my, my, I, I swear my, my mouth can't kind of reach my ears. Wow. You know I mean? Wow. Yeah. When, and still when he finished, I couldn't. I couldn't get I couldn't get the courage to tell him what I think of him. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> From I'm in the country, man, I I hear him playing. Don't know who it is, and I'm saying, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then and I can't remember. I think it's Albert here. One point, point him out to me. Say, hey, you know, Ernest Rambling that you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, you know, come check Coxon in, in come check. Jackson, you know, we're waiting down by Coxon to do recording, you know, and and it, and just come through, come check Coxon quickly and gone again, you know, and then when him come play upon things for me there and things like you know for gladiators, you know, and uh, I wanna tell him so much how, how what I think of him, you know, and how much him influenced right. me and thing, you know, I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I didn't get the courage. And then he no. came to, he came to, I think in, in Salem, uh, I think it's Salem, Salem, uh, it's bit, uh, there's a, a, a spot there between, between Eugene and, uh, between Eugene and, uh, and, and Portland, you know, and they did a gig, did a gig there. And, uh, I, you know, I went to see him, um, Cedric, Cedric Brooks was on, on the, wow. on the gig too as well. Nice. And uh, and Andy, Andy guitarist, Andy was was there too as well, and and who again? I can't remember. But 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 and a quick question is uh, yeah, from back then, from back mm-hmm. then, were there anyway? I go on the back and you know, and I go check them. I check him and I told him, you know, uh, and I told him all what and him play and the songs for me and thing like that. And he, <laughs> and, he said, and he said. Uh, you know, I don't remember. He <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, I don't remember. I play on so much songs. I, I don't right. remember. I said, but I just take it. You know, I say, okay, uh, it's, it's all right. You know, but I let him know how I felt, you know. But I see that he still don't, he still don't know 
how much, you know? And mm-hmm. then he did that song for me in, in Jamaica there when yeah, um time where where him, him, him did the jazz version, the solo. You know, I told him again, I told him again, I didn't get to see him in person. You were but I told him again on the phone when I was down there, you know, say, hey, so and so and so, you know, and, and uh, yeah, no idea how much. And 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 I think it started to see him then, you know. And when I when when uh, um the engineer who who who, who record his part, mm-hmm. Carmel when he was in the studio and he, I, he and I talk a little bit and he told me, he said, he said, uh, uh, I asked him, I said, Hey, what, what do you think? What do you, what do you think of the song? You know? And he said, I love how, how you use the melody. I, I love the melody. I love, I love the, the chord changes. I, you know, I love what you did with it. <laughs> you know? And right. I said, I said, something tell me that him start to feel, that the influence, the mm-hmm. influence, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I kind of structured the card a little bit, kind of like how, you know, because I love to play in harmonies, you know, in, in cards and harmonies, you know, instead of playing just one note. Mm-hmm. He do one note things still, but he love to play in cards too, you know what I mean? Yep. And, 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 awesome. and, and, and at time, I kind of did some of that, you know what I mean? So so I'm quite sure he noticed something, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then you know, um, the, the other person that uh, that I admire a lot as a musician, same Clinton Rufus there. You know, Clinton Rufus is a good musician. You know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people don't don't even realize it. He remind me a little bit of um, uh, uh, when in the man is he's, he's from uh, Linted. Oh, yeah, man. You know about Linted? Wow, that's high praise. Okay. Lintate is a little bit more out there. You know what I mean? Like 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 you take things from way out here, you you would think, what is he doing? But at the at the end of his freezer, uh, oh damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, right you know. Yeah. And and Rufus kinda embedded right there in, 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 in the blues flavor, you know. He is good in there. You know, um, and 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 steady on on point. You know, nice. Yeah, but yeah, some just so many and and singers. You know, Delroy Wilson was one of my favorite. You know, uh, 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 Slim Smith was one of my favorite. John Holt was one of my definite yeah. favorite. Wow. You know what I mean? It's like you know all these singers. You know that um, you know um, Sim Ken Boot there too. You know. And I remember uh, 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 at one time, I think, as he came with us, I came. You remember when you were doing this? And now that my baby has gone away, this will give you the privilege to come and stay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> As in yes. the studio, when, you know, you know, the corners, you know, stay, you know, the, the chilling, you know, oh, boy, go, go. Come listen, come read the song. Come ready, man. Ready, ready. Come do the song, man. Uh, 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 one cut. Wow. 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 
So you were there watching him record that song? All them time, all them time, I went one, I went one and said, man, man, I have man, oh man, you have no idea. But I wasn't brave enough. I just was not brave enough, you know, for all of them, you know, um, um, Bob again, you know, um, you know, still wasn't brave enough to say, you know, yeah. I remember over scratch there and Bob and Bob come over there and you know, check I'm I'm playing bass and, and uh, Bob hang over 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 the board and weird. How I play the how I play the mean bass line there. You know, and and he and I sit outside feel like Five, ten minutes, just, just sit there, just the two we alone, and I don't know what to say to him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because, you know, you know, you know when you, you admire somebody that, that's really going at the gut of the thing, you know, is that. And so I'm going to say, you know, I know, you know, a lot of people claim that, you know, oh, oh Bob make it because I'm white. It's not true. It's not true. Bob come from down here, so with it. Mm-hmm. Bob come from the gut with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you can still listen to the song them today. You can hear so well then you come from some place with it. It's not just edify, you know, it's 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 a gut feeling, it's a it's a it's a vibe. So mm-hmm. well deserved, my opinion. Was that was that kind of the majority opinion you feel, or was there a lot of people on the island that were were they bitter because oh, of that? People just jealous. I think it's right. just people jealous. Right. I think that's what it is, you know. Yeah. And then there is there is there is also you know people on the racist type of things you know either one side or the other right. you know what I mean like everywhere else you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like them saying you know, Satan fine 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 work for idle hands it's also fine work for idle thoughts you know yeah 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 <laughs> you better you better, better you write a song or write I write a bass line or write a guitar lick, you know what I mean? And and to God think negative, you know, because music music is like love, you know. Music is like love. It no it no see no color, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. You, you with know you know about... what I mean? and, and and it's a language whoever can speak it, speak it. Yeah. That's true. Again, that's my philosophy. No, I think you're right. And I totally agree with you about Bob in particular because, you know, Roger and I, we, we're so deep into reggae music and Jamaican music and we know so much, like, so many obscure groups and we love, like, you know, to show people songs they've never heard. And so it would be easy for us to, you know, say, like, oh, Bob, he's the most popular. We kind of don't. But no, I still say Bob is the best songwriter I've ever heard. Like his, like just like you said, his songs come from somewhere where you're just like, whoa! How did you, how did you figure out a way to express that feeling that every one of us feels in a in a simple way and yet in a new way? It's like new but simple at the same time. And every single one, there's no Bob, there's no bad Bob Marley song. And I mean, how many? It's just insane. It's insane. I remember a quick story when I was in school at a young age. I actually wrote like a paper that was like not anti Bob Marley, but it was very like kind of saying Bob Marley's not the only one because at that point I was like Mr. Little Rude Boy all into Rocksteady and there was like praise on so many other artists like Delroy Wilson or you know whoever Ken Booth and you know you grow up listening to Jamaican music and then you look back and and like like we're all saying you know Bob Marley is you know the face of reggae music for a reason just the for, you know, for a reason and 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 like you say you know uh, Slim Cement 
Mm. Slim Simit. I can't put on a Slim Simit any old day, you know, and feel good. You know? Yep, and yep. Uh, it still hit me different from how Bob music hit me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, 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 it's kind of a revolutionary type. You know, it's, 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 it's a chant. You know, it's, it's telling, it's telling, it's telling a story in a, 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 a painful way. But mm-hmm. in the same breath, you know, it's not for him, it's for us. That's, that's the vibe you get. That it's not for him, it, it, it's for us. And I love that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, 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 and and it, it makes sense, too, that, that knowing the fact that when him get money, him give a lot of it to poor people in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things we're getting in trouble out there, too. You know what I mean? With the politicians, them out there, you know, they've been too like the idea that it was, it was getting so popular and people love it. Yeah. Right. That's and he even spent all that money on the um the show the concert in in Zimbabwe because he wanted to play there so much and they didn't have the money to bring over the equipment and so he just spent some crazy amount of money getting you know bl- bringing over the amplifiers and the speakers and all that stuff he paid he paid for that. But you yeah. know, we could talk about Bob all day long. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. You but, know, we but, got to- but you know, there, there's that. But you know, again, you know. I think everyone do their dues or pay their dues or do their part. That's what I want to say. You know, you know, Delroy Wilson, you know, who's one of my very favorite, you know, see him Dennis Brown there again, you know, um, uh, uh, where, where, you know, did their part, you know, when you put Bob aside and take up and take up Dennis and say, okay, I'm going to Dennis vibe. You know what I mean? You okay. can see why. He's loved all the, all through the different genres. Yep. Dennis is there. <laughs> Dennis is right in there. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> he was good. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, some artists, it's, it's 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 they have a time frame and then that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. Some just just fit in the rock steady. Some just fit in the reggae. Some just fit in the ska. You know what I mean? And you have some cross. All of those genres, you know, yeah. just cross them and, and right in there with it, coming along. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 yeah, but you know, um, uh, uh, there's several man, several that I admire, several that I admire. You know, the ones that I don't admire mostly is the ones them that you know, the, too 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 much of big head and too broad shoulders and and, and, and think that you know them better than the next person. You know, then that 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 no 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 that don't sit well with me. You know, because I know that's 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 false. You know what I mean? Because the person who is big today can be small tomorrow. One little you just born to blows not and come up and bad no blows not, and all of a sudden you take back seat. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? To this little mm-hmm. youth just go wicked no blows not. You know, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. so, you know. That's why it makes sense to, to, to just be humbly do your thing and know that there's much more to, to learn. It's much it's much more of a productive vibe too, because even if you even if you're right and you are gonna be big for, for you know decades or whatever, it's just such a there's no nothing to gain with that kind of attitude. It's just it's just off putting. You know, no that's one likes true. it. 
no one likes it. So we know that you um, have a someone's making or has made a a documentary, a Clinton Farron documentary mm-hmm. called Rich Man Poor Man. Is this true? Yes, yes, it's it's, it's coming, it's coming, uh, uh, it's coming. I, uh, probably you probably see a little a little clip, a little teaser clip of it there, right? Yeah. Right, and I think there should be some more coming at some point in time down the line. There, I don't have all the details on it. You know what I mean? But, but you know, I'm 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 feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see it too. <laughs> and uh, did someone con- did the did the director or the producer or whatever come come down to your pad and and talk to you for a while, or how did how was it shot? Oh, he, he's from Seattle here. He's, he's okay. living in, in he, he's living in in the area. Okay, so you know, and, and, and basically, you know, it started from you know they they used to come they come see me at Nectar all the time and mm-hmm. had the idea and approach us and, and and you know and we start to move together and say hey why not you know and then start to take footage and and. and Build up on it over the years, and it come a point now where we say, "Well, eh, try to do something." That's great. I nice. that's I was so happy when I saw that that's in the works because it's you're just you're like the perfect perfect candidate for such a thing. You know, we talked uh, about we talked about Leonard Dillon last time we had you on the show, and and I just always you know. Um, before he passed, him and I had had developed a little bit of a relationship just from playing some shows together. And I, you know, like you're talking about, like those artists, like that you see, and you're like, oh, I, that that was always Leonard for me. I just was just like, I don't know how to tell him how much. And so I, it's just always a regret for me that I didn't like. I wanted to go down there and like spend a month with him and write his biography, you know, and just write a whole thing, and you know, never really got to. There's yeah. some interviews with him, but nothing, nothing like he deserved, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, talking about that, he yeah. was one of them too. He was <laughs> one of them because you know, in terms of their their melody and the simplicity of the song, mm-hmm. and they're always just two chord songs. But what they did with the two chords, you know. Blah, 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 Oh man, that's that's cleverly done. You know what I mean? And 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 his tone, his tone. And Ian Albert, Ian Albert were friends. Right. So that's how I get to know him. You know? And I remember when when we were doing one profit come, two profit come, you know. That's yep. you know my early days of playing bass, you know what I mean? And I'm saying, oh man, I'm, oh man, I'm playing for Ethiopians. All right, cool, you know. That's such a killer really album, man. Back, you know, when when I used to sing song, I, I wasn't even in the business yet. You know, I'm just looking to get into it. When mm-hmm. before, you know what I mean? And then get to meet him and say, oh, that that Ethiop, that's Ethiopian. I said, Iman Vin. Uh, 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 the brother's name was Vin, yeah, Vin and um, Stephen was his singing partner, Melvin Reed, Melvin Reed. But, but, and then the, the short one, I think his, his name was Vin, and he, he got he got in an accident out on the boulevard, and right, something hit him, and he, he died, right. But it was a nice group, man, <laughs> and then so did some song back in the day, you know, where, 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 you know. People who don't know would think that they were like, you know, a dread roster and thing like that and say, you know, <laughs> they never dread, but they sing the songs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. 
yeah, Ethiopians and gladiators. That's just like I always I told you this last time. I just grouped the two of you guys together just because of the style. Different, you know, different melodies and everything, but just like early just early roots, you know, innovative yeah, stuff right, that yeah, you know, just yeah. like it's it's crazy. The innovation. Imagine the same same show, same stage, that Man, era. That yeah, dread yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when when we was le- learning to play bass, mm-hmm. you know, we borrowed Leonard Dell on a box from Leonard Dell to, to help, you know, for, I think I actually have a little uh, a, a little a little amp head and he lent he lent us a box. You know, <laughs> wow. like a bean, a, 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 a little bean that we use. It's not really a bass bean, but we use it to play the bass through. Because wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was you like know. an electrician or something, right? I heard he was. I heard he did some electric electrical stuff. Oh, from scratch I, I or something. Knew that he was an electrician. I know Albert used to work on a building and doing some building work, and he used to do some building work too for this man. When with a guy named. Uh, who them did them first recording for? Something that Lee, something that Lee, the guy named, hmm. you know. Um, oh, that they did their first. Anyway, anyway, they used to work for the guy, and 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 the first recording I think Albert did with and, and Leonard Dillon and Albert, they do like a back to back record. Yeah, A side, B side. Yeah, it was trained to Scoville. I don't remember the record, right? It was, to be it honest. Was, it was trained to Scoville, and then Albert's was, I think, um, like Rocksteady Train or something like that. I train, train is coming back, my friend. Yeah. Is that one? <laughs> yeah, I think it's that one. Trains were in that year. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was the train record. Yeah, Train to Scoville and then Rocksteady Train. Because Train to Scoville was always a crazy record to me because I'm like, does nobody notice that this is not a ska song? Like, why, why is this called Train to Scottville? It's a rock steady. So then yeah. on the Albert's like, you know what? No, this is a rock steady train. Like, that's what we're going to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't oh, in Scottville right. yet. They were taking the train to Scottville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I look it, into I it. it. I look into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, we're talking about all these records. I have another one to ask you about. This, this one here, it's... um. It's Gladiators on one side and Don Carlos on the other, and it's a it's a Channel One, um, the Channel One, right? And it's this one, man. The Gladiator side is just, I mean, I I like the Don Carlos stuff too, but I wish the whole thing was Gladiators because it's just I've never even heard a record that sounds like this. It's got you know Can't Stop Righteousness on it, and you know right. on not everything, but the Gladiators band is just so wicked on it, and the production style. It's all it's similar to Pocket Money in the sense that it's every song is kind of dubbed. It's not a dub, but it's like every song has got that dub right, feeling. Right, and, right. Man, I love but, that but, record. I think that was a that was a a, a Channel One production. Actually. Yeah, yeah, Channel One. It's it part that, of their series. That, they had a series of sh- right. albums called Showdown, and it would be one artist on one side and a different right. artist on the other. And this one is Gladiators and Don Carlos. Yeah, Channel One Showdown Volume Three. I love it. Mm. Do you remember anything about um, how, re- recording this record and writing it and everything? Oh, I remember doing the recording. I don't remember. We weren't there when they joined them together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? During all that whole process, we didn't even, I didn't even see Dan Carlos. We oh. got them separate times. Right. It that makes sense. It's different time. bands. It's it's it says it's Roots Radix on the Don Carlos side, right, and then the Gladiator right. side is Gladiator's band. Right, right. Yeah, 
Well, it was fun. It was fun, and it was it was something else. And Channel One was 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 bumping at the time, you know. So we figured, mm-hmm. oh, it was cool to do that, you know. Right. Uh, right. Well, a lot of people like a lot of people like that. I liked it too myself. I, I actually love it, you know. <laughs> it was I fun. It. it was yeah. fun to do. That's a great record. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> And the you know I there's one other thing I really wanted to ask you about. Last time you mentioned um, the pre gladiators days with the brothers, and you know uh-huh. you kind of you you kind of mentioned it, and then we moved on. And and I was just I was like I really want to know some more about the brothers. Is there I I think you guys released some stuff, right? Or am I wrong about that? No, I feel like, we didn't no? release anything. Oh, we didn't okay. release anything. Mm. We were just going doing uh, uh, additions, you know, and going places. It's during that time that I met the gladiators. Then, I see. You know, because the thing is, I want to do music so bad, but I also love harmony. You know, and so, you know, when I wrote the song and to my two brethren, you know, um, uh, two of them could sing a little bit, not too good, but a little bit. So my idea, my idea was, okay, all right. I will let one sing the lead and then I coach the other one on harmony. You know, mm-hmm. I harmonize the other one, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, while one is doing the lead, you know, I didn't care who one do, who do the lead. I, do, I just want the song to happen. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I remember we went to, uh, we did get accepted at, 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 at Treasure Island. And yeah. and funny enough, funny enough, when when we go to record, you know, Gladiators was recording a song, and they, <laughs> they took they took all the time that <laughs> they had. You know, all we had was to go back another day, and, oh, no. and so we went back. I think the next Sunday we went back, and we saw we saw uh, Duke Reed out there with a long gun in front of him. You know, stand up with a long gun in front of him. And two shot going on the side, you know, with his little murky smile, you know. And, and he used to have like, you know, uh, boxes, boxes of of of, uh, of crate of drinks, you know, gone down on that side of the road and gone up that side of the road, and nobody trouble it, nobody touch it. He write the things from, you know, down down. <laughs> nobody mess with it because it's too quick. Plus, him have him cast them out there that watching mm-hmm. stuff too, you know what I mean? So he's like, mm-hmm. nobody mess with it because him having guns, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and right. his old police guy and thing, you know, he's like, so nobody mess with it for some reason. Nobody mess with it. But when we saw that, when we saw him with him guns and thing like that, you know, I think it was Vin who said to who said, well, we don't come back down here yet, so we're not, not, we're not gonna do that again because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the vibe we have to go on now. <laughs> We won't do it. Let's not do it. So we decided right. we wouldn't go back. <laughs> right. But then it's not long after that, and I met Errol Grandisman and and uh, and, uh, and Albert. And shortly after that, became gladiators. Right. <laughs> I mean, the tension that Duke Reed gave. I mean, was that a testament to? the good recordings that would go on <laughs> think you know, about if you're, if you're a musician if you're like oh we better get this in one take yeah you know? i think they kind of know him so you know i know so well then is it is a comic 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. when you don't know, you don't know. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. It's not shoot you. You know what I mean? Is that it's not it's not like you know. Yes, if you go to Robin, yes, you know. But he's not gonna do anything. He just have it there. You know what I mean? Right, hey, right. I'm you know that kind of vibe, like you know. Well, I heard, I, I heard he would shoot up like if there was some a good recording session or whatever. You know. Yes. I mean, did you yes, hear yeah. about that too? Like he would just shoot up the place, kind of. I hear about, I hear about that. I heard about the one with 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 Tin Leg drummer, Tin mm, Leg. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who, who run out up there, left his drummer, never go back for it. <laughs> we had uh, we had Basie oh, uh, Val Douglas on the show a few months ago, and he told us that story about the, like, like, how yeah, yeah, he yeah. just ran ran out and left the country. I totally heard about it. <laughs> Every single artist we've had on that has had any experience with Duke Reed always always talks about his guns in the first ten seconds. Crazy man, I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. That's so smile that you don't know how to read it, you know. Mm-hmm. Is he is he serious or not? Is he laughing at you or not? You know, it's right. like, you know. Right, you know, you don't quite know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh wow. Well, um, I mean, before before we let you go, how do how would you feel about uh singing a song for us? Uh-huh. Let's see. <laughs> uh, I know you, it's okay if you're not in the uh, singing mood, but it. Well, be- let, let me see. Let me turn the camera. I went. Oh, 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 oh. I you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> well, there, 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 there are plenty, you know. <laughs> I, put, mm-hmm. I put you on the spot. There are plenty. There are plenty. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna do a little piece on the other side. All right. Over there, 
I say your hands and your heart got to be clean. There is the other side of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say your hands and your heart got to be clean. There is the other side of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey! I am thy shabby, thy sounding brass and tingling cymbals. With gifts of mistress to remove mountains. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hey. I am thy shabby, thy sounding brass and tingling cymbals. With gifts of mistress to remove mountains. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hey. Music, flowers, and children will be there. That's where everyone shall get an equal share. So we don't want the warm over there. No gods in power, no traitor shall be there. Oh no. And say your hands and your heart got to be clean. There is the other side of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And say your hands and your heart got to be clean. There is the other side of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it up. 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 Oh, na, 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 na. Such a classic. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. So, besides the amazing voice, I mean, the guitar playing as to some people as simple as it may sound to some people, like that just the the skank the the it's just different than anybody playing that's uh, not from, that's not from Jamaica and, and I, yeah. I it's like like you were saying earlier, Clinton. There is something. There's something there that as simple as to some just the skank maybe like it's like no there's a it's just a fierce little swag to it because, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you're right you're right and that's what i was talking about there you know 
without trying to own it or anything. You know, I'm not even trying to own it. I'm just observation, observation. It's so true, man. I mean, you can be uh, me and Devin. We, you know, we we love old school Jamaican music, and sometimes it's fun to like really emulate and try to mimic certain eras and stuff. And you just never, ever, ever, ever gonna do it, you know? Because it's yeah, <laughs> it's magic, man. There's some magic to it, and that's why we have to just you know um, um, uh, accept what is, you know. Because the thing is, it's it's. You know, at one time, at one time in Jamaica, there, you know, um, the music union in Jamaica, you know, uh, the cats who, who control it at the time, some of the Bradshans, some other ones, you know, they try to, like, uh, write reggae, like, like, written music, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Music, you know, and try to, like, control something on JBC and to um, discredit certain things and things like that. They had was to quit because three quarter or more of of of, of reggae music is is just feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know you can't write feeling. You know what I mean? You write notes, yeah. but you cannot write feeling. Definitely. You know? Right, and so and so that's the part that's that 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 that. You know, you have to come there and live there for a long time and develop and 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 so forth, you know. So when you naturally talk in the kind of way, walk in the kind of way, mm-hmm. then you start to feel that way too as well. You know, and that's what comes out in the that's what comes out in the music. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know? There was this there so was I would, a video. Go ahead, so I would say, I would say, as a, as a, as a, and, and this is as a, as an advice, you know, um, uh, 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 if you are gonna play reggae music, play it your style, you know, how you feel, how you feel it, how you feel it. Just do an honest job with it. It will mm-hmm. define its people because no matter how you try, it's not gonna be like how a Jamaica musician would play it. You know that with the same feeling, you understand, Mark? You what you do could even be better, but it won't be that same feeling. That mm-hmm. that feeling, you know what I mean? Because it, the accent that we were talking about, like the accent or your talk or your walk or your breathe, all of that goes with, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 you know, uh, people from, from hot countries. You know, even from hot countries like 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 Africa, for example, which was a, a part as hot, you know, mm-hmm. Jamaica hot. You know, you put the two things together, and it's still different because they talk different. You know what I mean? And and the accents are different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, no, for sure. So that's great advice. I mean, it's true. You know, just to do so your, true. Just with any music, you know, just do your thing. But I think you you nailed it with the be honest. Be honest about it, you know. Do, do yeah, your honest thing, yeah. and that's and that's, that's good things idea. will happen from there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> did you write? <laughs> I, I just have. Did you write the tune "Downtown Rebel" from that era? You just reminded me of it right now, playing that song. I would downtown rebel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I when you were playing yeah. on the other side right now, I was just like, it just brought that tune into my head because it's like same era, right? Yeah, Studio yeah, One. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tune. 
And the original one of this one, if you listen to the, the original one too, you know, um, I had I had a cold day when I went in to voice it. I told Cox and that, uh, Sir D, I need to come back and voice this one. And he said, No man, it's all right like it is. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the, the you know it. You hear it sound different. If you listen to it, you'll, you'll hear it. You know, I totally could hardly could hardly say anything, but I managed to belt the song out. You know, I come back from around and say. Sir, dear, we, we need to do this one over another time. I need to come back and do it over. Say, no, man, it's all right. And it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> is that, are you talking about uh, On the Other Side or Downtown Rebel? Which one? On the other side. On the other the side. On the other side, okay. You know, I mean, the, original, the, original, the original one, the first right. one. The studio like, one. I don't do the studio so one. It's so funny to hear stories like that, you know, because to us, that's just such an iconic song, and I can't imagine it sounding any any different. You know, it's perfect to me. But you're you're like, no, I I needed to do that over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I literally was sick, though. Like really, I got cold. But I I went to studio because I know, you know, it's it's my opportunity. So I don't want to pass up my opportunity, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, you know. They were a producer and they have ideas and, and you know, and maybe it was a good thing. You know? right. Yeah, you got a little rasp in your voice. Sometimes it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. Well, Clinton, thank you yeah, so man. much for coming on with us again. Um, can't thank you. Most enough. welcome. Thanks for having me twice, man. I, I see this. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. The honor is all ours. You are our first uh, repeat guest, and uh, couldn't couldn't think of a better a better candidate for that. So, right. Um, no, like I say, you know, I'm honored. Thank you. Thank, well, thank you. you so much, everybody. Make sure uh, make sure you tune into to Clinton Farron's every other Sunday. Uh, his 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 10 a.m. his his morning live sessions. It's the it's the best best way to get your Sunday Sunday going. You could. You could think of, and then um, also, let's see, uh, this Wednesday, he's got a uh, talk with a friend, right? Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Right, this coming Rufus, Wednesday. Yeah. This Rufus, coming Wednesday, right. I can't wait for that. We just talked so much about him. Now Now I can't right. wait to hear yeah, you guys. Yeah. It'll be fun. It it'll be fun. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, happy birthday, Mo, uh, again. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, peace. Say, sure. say goodbye to Catherine for us. And okay, we'll yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see you, Catherine. Yeah, All right. she said, yeah. You guys. <laughs> yes. The amazing, so nice. Yeah, man, he sounds so good for real. It's like that makes me want. That makes me miss live music more. So much, right? And and like you take for granted. And now I'd be like, I'd give anything just to go and see Clinton perform live at the Nectar. <laughs> you know, jeez. Like me and you were texting about earlier today, man. I'm just like. Roger made some joke like, "Oh, you know, I'll pick you up and we'll go over to the turtle racing spot." And I, it just like it hit me. I was like, "I really, really want to do that. <laughs> like, that sounds so good. I want to go right. to the turtle racing spot and get some drinks mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. right now." But soon, soon enough, soon enough, it'll yeah, happen. you start missing stuff, man. Um, but yeah, I got like, big news. You do? No, I don't. Just because my section says follow on Instagram. Oh. I was <laughs> oh. <making> fun. <laughs> Uh, well, we do have big news. It's that February 4th, we have Freddie McGregor, Ooh. the Freddie McGregor, joining us on the Reggae Pod Clash. Um, talk Jeez. about like talk about getting nervous, you know? Yeah, the man. you admire that, that Freddie McGregor is like one of those larger-than-life characters, you know? It definitely is, man. Like, man, Freddie McGregor. 
So yeah, that's going to be February 4th, and that will be our last. So, you know, we did it on Saturdays all all 2020, and then you'll, you'll have noticed that these last couple episodes have been Thursday, and February 4th is also a Thursday, and that's going to be the last Thursday of the Reggae Pod Clash, and then we're moving to Wednesdays permanently, we hope, um, starting February, what, what, what will that be? February 18th, I believe, is the one after that, but we'll figure that out. But February 4th. Freddie McGregor, Thursday yes. at 6 p.m. Come with your questions. Um, you know, he knows all about ships, both big, big and little. Big ships, both yeah. big and little. Legend for sure. Um, I got no new news, man. Follow me on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, I always put up little cool That's clips, so just follow me on instagram that's crazy you always got something going on i feel like i need to i need to make something up for dude you. i i really have some really really cool things that i just can't wait to share but there it'd be premature to talk about them but they're probably some of the bigger things i've ever done in my life so it's going to be really cool they're, they're on deck and I'm, I'm keeping busy well then definitely follow roger on instagram so you can keep up with yeah. that um follow us both why don't you follow me yes. on instagram too and um i'm just doing my songbook sessions every tuesday at 5 p.m i'm uh, giving guitar lessons and vocal lessons and songwriting lessons hit me up for that please i love i love 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 giving lessons hit me up you can hit me up directly or you can do it through backstagemusiclessons.com go follow me on twitch because i'm gonna do a dj party soon i've been talking about it but i've only got like 17 followers so i need i need to get to 30 that's what i said last time and uh 30 is like they don't let you do that no no, no they do they do i just feel like that's your own kind of you know what i'm saying if you have like like on instagram i've got like three thousand followers and i go live and like 15 people watch you know what i mean so it's what like, if those 17 go hard though maybe they will i'm gonna i'm gonna I, i'm gonna make sure they go hard because i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. hard with the promotion i'm gonna like it's not just gonna be like random live dj night i'm gonna i'm gonna set it up make a little flyer i've got this friend that does graphics um I'm yeah, there's a lot up. of people that do graphics nowadays it's crazy no, there aren't just just, just one guy i'm gonna hit one him guy. up and uh he's usually pretty nice about this kind of stuff yeah and uh get a flyer going <laughs> I heard he's busy though, but anyway, <laughs> Rachel in the comments says Bernie Whaler, haha. That's we saw your photo. Oh man, yeah. If, if you guys, if you if you want to, if you want a quick laugh, uh, go check out one of the one of the several million memes of Bernie Sanders that's going around. I just had to jump into Photoshop and and throw in Bernie so with um, all the Bernie memes have been so good. The the merch guy meme where he's sitting at the merch booth. That's probably my oh favorite that, that one's so good. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Good. There's a couple of good ones. Yeah. People are funny, man. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, people are the worst, but then you're like, wow, people are hilarious too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> new new levels of humor are being reached because of the internet for sure. Yes, that's true. All right. So February 4th, got Freddie McGregor coming up. And um, I think that's about it, man. Hit us at uh, the Reggae Pod Clash at gmail.com. Oh, you know, don't forget to go subscribe to the podcast. Um, you can get this in podcast form. Please, yeah. even if you already do, uh, if you can go like it and give it a, a five-star rating, that kind of stuff like bumps us up in the charts and the visibilities. We're trying to get to the point where you can just type in Reggae Podcast and we're the first thing that, that shows up. And that is made possible by everybody uh, giving reviews and, and five-star ratings and all that kind of stuff. So please go uh, follow the Reggae Pod Clash in your favorite podcast app if you have not done so already and because i didn't mention it earlier the last thing i want to mention is the reggae pod clash merchandise store 
you can go visit the merch store. It's up and running, and I think we're doing free shipping right now. Free shipping. I don't know if I'm supposed to, if that's like a premature announcement, but I think what we heard is that we're doing, look at that mug, that we're doing free shipping on everything. So you can get shirts, hoodies, crop hoodies, beanies, hats, mm-hmm. that little like Gilligan's hat at the bottom, all kinds of stuff. So make sure Dang. you go. Uh, I got to get one of those. No, you look like Gilligan's <laughs> I hat. I swear, I would, a white one. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do I get this off? There we go. All right. Okay, well, thank you very much to uh, everybody who tuned in and to our guest, Mr. Clinton Farron. Happy birthday month to him. Uh, Rootfire is doing a month-long feature on him as part of their uh, Center Stage with Reggae Icons series. And so you can, you know, just keep stopping by Rootfire.net. Um, you know, go there to the merchandise store, get some Reggae Podcast merch, and then stick around to check out the uh, Clinton Farron coverage. And um, until the next show, which is February 4th with Freddie McGregor. Roger, good to see you. Kevin, great seeing you. And I hope everyone stays safe and is well. Talk to you all soon. Peace. Peace.